0: The total amount of student loans I owe is $119,397.
1: I had about $25,000 in student loan debt. I have $50,000 in student debt. I'm currently in $60,000 in debt. I have $24,000 in student loans. This is The Cost of Opportunity, a podcast about student loan debt from the CAP Times. I'm Caitlin Farrell. Okay, do you want to
0: start with your your name and age? And then... Okay, Sally Esparza, forty years old, and I owe over forty thousand.
1: Araceli Esparza took out several loans, all federal, to get an undergraduate degree in sociology from the University of Minnesota in the Twin Cities and a graduate degree in children's literature from Hamline University. Araceli is married now, but was a single mother when she graduated from school. She had a lot of debt, making it hard for her to find affordable housing. And for a while, she was homeless while she tried to find jobs that paid enough to pay down her loans.
0: Like a lot of people just trying to like get that position that would provide all of the things that you need and so you're always looking for those answers and and so forth and like you're thinking okay yeah this one will have you know this will happen this will happen and you try to stay positive and then you know 10 years later you're still kind of vying for the same type of job.
1: Eventually RSLA started working for herself. She's now on a plan where her payments are based only on her income so she can chart her own course as a freelance writer and consultant. It's work that's both fulfilling for her and meets her loan obligations.
0: That's what I started my consulting work about four years ago, it was just because I just could not uh, make ends meet any other way but to supplement my income and mean, m- making myself like um, working a 24-7 type of person. And you're just kind of making ends meet, you know, with what you have.
1: RSLA said she doesn't regret her degrees. If anything they gave her critical thinking skills to deal with the debt they caused.
0: Just how, how like a liberal arts degree gave me the critical s- skills to think of a new solution for my property. It helped me critically look at the things that I had, my assets, and, and how to build an enterprise, how to build a business, how to build a network.
1: She's still paying on her student loans as her son entered college this fall. He'll graduate with some debt, but not as much debt as his mom.
0: He was allowed to get a couple of, like, a couple of in-state grounds, and so we're pretty lucky that we have some in-state grounds, Um, and he got a couple scholarships.
1: During my interview with Araceli, I asked her if she felt any shame about her debt. When I had talked with her before, she had declined to say how much exactly she owed.
0: Oh, definitely, there's a taboo. I didn't even want to talk to you right now about it. I was like, you know what, it's great on print, but I don't know if I want my voice to be recorded an eternity into the Internet regarding this subject.
1: Something RSLA says has also been a big part of her experience with debt is being a woman of color with a different-sounding name. She grew up in Madison after her parents immigrated here from Mexico. She was the first person in her family to go to college. Like other students of color, she had more baggage to carry as she navigated school... And navigated debt.
0: And the m- scenario that I was thinking was like, like a white person gets graduated, and a person of color gets graduated. It's like that person only thinks about like maybe them, their cat, and their apartment. The other person of color who is thinking about their mother, their their sisters, their aunt, their uh, their nephews, their own children. Maybe in my case, that's that was my case. Like graduation, I already had a child at that point, point. and so I was like not only thinking about myself, but like already like five other people were depending on me um, for interpretation, translation, bookkeeping, um, just negotiations and, and so forth. Araceli
1: said she feels like it's really easy to stereotype people of color and single moms.
0: You know, you're the reason why we're, this country's going to hell because you're just sucking from the federal loans, student loans, and you guys didn't do anything with it. That's like, you know, definitely blaming the victim of a system that's already sent to go against you. First, it was like, you're the single mom that's like getting off welfare. Now you're the, you're the single mom getting off student loans, you know. So it's like, is this is going to keep on going because nothing will be enough. Um, it's always like policing, right, and correcting like a certain um, segment of society for not doing what you, for not living up to the status quo or something of that sort when the status quo was never, there was never enough room for them in the first place.
1: Ultimately, her experience with student loan debt has led Araceli to reconsider the American dream. What does that really mean?
0: So the American dream for me is is like a, is something that's changing, drastically changing. And I think I've just forgotten to try to like obtain it anymore. And just so much like um, you know, fi- find fulfilling work that's meaningful and that's doing social good. And as long as I'm doing that, I think I, f- I feel okay when I see that bill every month.
1: RSL is not alone, and we're going to keep having conversations with others like her. We've got more podcast episodes coming down the pike with more borrowers, each with a story of their own. More print stories are coming too and will be published at captimes.com. Thanks to Eric Lawrenson, who edits and mixes this podcast, and thank you for listening. I'm Caitlin Farrell.